sponsored anonymously by somebody who was Makar Toif to the Rebbein Shalalem Tuvay V'chazdai Shem should continue shower him and show him the Toiv in his life if a person trusts in Hashem the first great benefit is he's going to have is he's going to have Menuchas HaNefesh his life is going to be fraught with much less anxiety and it's going to be much more peaceful now what if things happen to the person that he doesn't understand but he has bitachin Hashem so he knows one thing for certain that Hashem is working overtime for his best interest and he's trying to do and bring kindness to him in many different ways even though these ways are not always understood by the person so he says if you analyze these seven conditions to trust somebody we see that you're not going to find them at all in any created being but all of them are found by HaKadosh Baruch and only in HaKadosh Baruch that means to say it's a tremendous mistake your biggest error you could have in Bitochen is to put your trust in any single person in the world like it says Rachum v'chanun Hashem Hashem and that's why you should know we have to repeat these principles to ourselves constantly to review them until we really ingrain in our minds that Hashem is our only source of happiness He's our only source of reliability He's our only source of trust He's our only source of my wealth. That's what a person has to know. So to the extent that you trust in Hashem, Hashem will reward you to that extent. That's why it's very valuable to a person to study this concept of reliability in Hashem and to know exactly why I should be reliable to Hashem, in order to bring yourself great benefits. So the first condition he brought down was, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mirachim al He takes pity on all his creations. Rachum v'chanin Hashem. Now there's nothing in the world that's not there for compassion and for the benefit of a person and for the Rachmanis of a person. But if you don't look at it and you don't study it, you'll never understand it. You go outside, you see a beautiful sunlight, sun shining down. You think to yourself, if this sun would be a drop closer, I might fry. 
Could we be a drop further away? It might freeze. No. Person has to know that everything, the size of the sun, the power of the sun, is Hashem manifesting in the world all his benefits. Just because it's raining doesn't mean that Hashem is not being mirachim on me and having, of course, rain could fall at different times, more beneficial or less beneficial. But rain essentially very beneficial thing. It says by Yoyna, it says, Hashem told Yoyna that my compassion is even to Goyim, to the inhabitants of Nidve. There's no question about it. Hashem provides Goyim with food, with heat, with everything. Have places to sleep, have clothing, Hashem is feeding the whole world. Hashem gives nourishment to the whole world. This week's partial we see the kindness of Hashem. Hashem says, Am I not going to tell Avram that I'm destroying Stoim? Stoim was an abomination in Hashem's eyes. Hashem was mamish furious at Sinai. They were an- the antithesis of the Chesed of Hashem. Olam Chesed Yibona. They were antithesis of the opposite. And Hashem told Avram that he was going to destroy them, not to make a party. He wanted to see how Avram was going to react. And how did Avram react? Avram began to plead with Hashem. Now, it's really the subject of tomorrow's Chomishia. But I always wondered, what did Hashem think about that? When Avram started to bargain with Hashem to save Sadaq, what did Hashem think of that? Buddy, you know, you're pushing it. These guys are the, are the worst of the worst. These are Sadaimites. These are Rishayim Arurim. They were the worst of the worst. They murdered people to eradicate any shtikl rachmanas that a person could possibly have on somebody else. Is there anything opposite, more opposite than Hashem? Hashem should have nuked them all. He didn't. That's the Chazal. Hashem was told Avram, you're a good man. You try to, you try to find a, 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 your chesed extends so far that you even your enemies, even the worst people, you try to find some saving grace for them. Hashem is a mirachim on anybody. And he's surely mirachim on me. And on you too. No matter what, you're not worse than the, the Goyim of Ninveh. You're not worse than the people of Sedaim. Hashem is as Rachmanis. If Hashem is as Rachmanis, unsurpassed Rachmanis. You just have to key into the Rachmanis. You have to believe he has Rachmanis. You have to see everything in the world as acts of Hashem's Rachmanis. And the second condition was that Hashem never neglects us. He never forgets about us. He never neglects us. Somebody could have the best intentions about you, be very mirachim on you. But if he is busy and he has other things to tend to, 
he's not going to watch a book. Kodesh Baruch Hu says, "Kamay shekosuf, hinei lo yonum v'lo yishan shoymer Yisrael." Hashem doesn't sleep or Hashem doesn't slumber. What a rachmanis a person has. The guy trusts in his parents. His parents are dead ducks. His parents are tight of fared. They can't help if they wanted to. They have no kayach. They're busy. They're not as compassionate as Ramavina for sure. And for sure, not as Hashem's compassionate as Hashem. And people put their faith and the reliability on these broken biters instead of going to the source which is Hashem which is the ultimate well the ultimate rack the ultimate provider and being mechazek yourself this is the only provider they'd rather go and invest their minds in the shof what kind of mamish nonsense is that who do you trust in The third and fourth conditions that he brought down were that you have to have, you have to know that Hashem is powerful. That means Hashem is always capable to do anything for us and in his knowledge clearly what's good for me. Here's a fellow that would like a fast car. The guy would like a Tesla. So he turns to Hashem. He watched some guy down the block get a Tesla. He thought it was really cool. Probably because he never drove one. <laughs> if you drove one, you drove in one. They're extremely not fun. They're extremely uncomfortable. And you're stuck, you're tethered to an electric socket you got to plug yourself in. I know when I go to New York, the worst thing on my trips is I get held up and I have to stop for 40 minutes somewhere. Now imagine I had to stop behind the guy in the gas station and wait 40 minutes for him to take gas. I would figure out a way how to carry gas with me. And imagine my car was running on batteries. And I know that every time I went in my car, I was wearing down my batteries. And don't fool yourself. Batteries never recharge the way they're supposed to. Well, let me tell you that. And you know what it costs to replace those batteries? You can't buy them in the dollar store. Those batteries cost a filthy fortune. And they will run out. They will run out. Here's a guy told me he bought an online a Tesla. Told me, use Tesla he bought. Got to give me sugar then. What did you buy Tesla for? You're going to have to put a new battery. They're thousands and thousands. And they don't even work. And if you try to play with that car to make believe it drives by itself, you end up crashing into a police car or into an old lady. Don't say a little sign in the bottom of the car. Please don't remove your hands from the wheel. Even though it's a self-driving car. I was in them and the guy showed me how it self-drives. I saw exactly how it self-drives. It self-drives like a shicker driving a car. That's how it self-drives. And they're very uncomfortable seats. 
And if you put a couple of extra packages, imagine going to New York, you want to carry a couple of cases of food, maybe ketchup, mayonnaise, a couple of cases of wine, the extra weight will wear your car out the batteries no matter what. And then you're going to have to find the place to be. Now, when you go to a place to plug your car in, they don't have ten plugs. Usually two plugs. So you have to sit there hoping the guy before you is not plugged in there. And one plug is not out of service. You have to go gas station. Very common. You see the gas station. This 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 thing is not working. Out of, out of service. What do you think? I'm saying the same thing over there. You're in a rainstorm. You're in a snowstorm. You got to stop in the middle of your Hopersville and plug yourself into a car. I mean, you got, and for that, you're going to pay. They sold these cars for $10,000. Okay, you get a golf car ready. It's, it's like a golf car. But who needs a car like that? For a fortune of money. But Akadish Baruch Hu knows what's good for me. He knows that I don't like such kind of service to my cars. I like to get in put my foot on the pedal, and next thing I want to know is, Kritzis HaDarach, I'm there. That's all I'm interested in. So Hashem said, you know, I'm not going to give you a Tesla. Even if you tell me you want one. I know you don't like one. I know you're not going to enjoy it. So Hashem said, here's for you, and Hashem knows what's good for you. So Hashem is a Chacham. Hashem is Lo Yenutzach. Nobody can overcome it. No one could stand in his way and prevent him from fulfilling our trust. Like it says in the Pasuk, Hashem chacham leiv, Hashem is very wise of heart, va'amitz koyach Hashem is powerful, mi hik who can oppose him, who can stand up against him, va'yishlam, and possibly win. No one. So if you put yourself, you're smart, you align yourself with Hashem on your side. And then you'll know it's your strongest source of salvation in health, in wealth, in mental health, emotional health, in getting yourself things. For Hashem to provide you with something is so easy. I wish you would test it. I've tested it hundreds and hundreds of times in my life. So it always happens. Most of the time, when I make a request, very reasonable request, Hashem provides it like nobody's business. It's not stuff. It's, it's crazy. I used to go to the downtown market over here. Baruch Hashem, we buy things in bulk. So we used to buy things in the West Side Market downtown. It's a convenience. There's a lot of junk down there. That's all the stuff they can't sell in the stores. They, all these... People come and buy it from them. They have a bunch of Arabs. And they set it up. They know how to set fruits up beautifully. No touching. Because you touch them, your finger goes right through the fruit. You're saying, I'll touch. You want to take one? Oh, it starts screaming top of their lungs. But they make sure. And you see when they pick it up, they pick it up very gentle. You come home, your whole bag is mush. That's how it is. So after going there for years, what kind of mission gas is going to fly downtown? Come back. I said, you can't, can't you arrange it right here in my store right here? You can't arrange me the same thing. So I went into the store and I asked the guy, is it possible for you to help me out with the cost of the fruit? He said, sure. Said, how are you going to do it? I don't want you to steal. How are you going to do it? He said, no. There's a lot of fruit 
that's damaged. And a lot of fruit that would change over from every couple of days. And we change it over, we throw it out. He was, a, he was a nice guy. And the guy said, you can have it, I'll bag it for you. I'll put it in the dollar bag. So he was putting in cantaloupes. A regular three dollars, he was putting a bag for a dollar. There weren't big cantaloupes, he was putting two in and getting me two for a dollar. Avocados, expensive kind of stuff. This guy was giving me stuff up the gazoos, as he figured out my shtick. <laughs> <coughs> and other people started, started finding out about the shtick. I saw some guy figuring out the shtick. It lasted for a very long time. Hashem provided us with fruit that you could eat. Today you go into a regular store, you want to buy some fruit. It's not edible. You have to wait at least two weeks to eat it because it's hard like rocks. Not sweet. You got to wait until it gets to the ripens. But I used to get it over there a week old. It's ready to eat. Come on. I mean, ready to eat for today. That's what I want. It's amazing that Hashem did. For ages Hashem did it. So one day, they let that guy go from the store. I said, Hashem, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm sure you find another way now. Hashem always finds ways. You have to just rely on Hashem and trust in Hashem. And you'll see the Yad Hashem in your life like nobody's business.